Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast. I'm John Cook, and I'm joined today by Takeo Sakito, Chief Japan Strategist for MUFG. It's Monday, May 22nd, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast, Sakito-san. Good to be back. Good to have you. Um, so, as you know, Prime Minister, Japanese Prime Minister Kishida hosted the G7 summit this past weekend in Hiroshima. Um, why don't we open the episode by taking our listeners through some of the implications of that summit, um, as well as, a, you know, specifically as it pertains to uh, domestic, you know, Japan, domestic Japan, um, as well as some of the other recent developments in Japanese financial markets. The G7 summit in Hiroshima on May 19th to 21st closed with the release of the Hiroshima Vision Declaration. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's popularity rate will be closely watched in the coming few weeks. On May 21st, he rejected the possibility of dissolving lower house and calling for early general elections, saying that his highest priority will be achieving the results on important policy issues. However, the Prime Minister has the exclusive authority to dissolve the House and the ruling party's election strategy team's prognostications for votes holds one key to what will happen. Media speculation about the dissolution will likely build ahead of the end of the current diet session on June 21st. Two more recent developments over the last weekend were, firstly, Japan's April nationwide core CPI figure at 3.4% year-over-year on May, released on May 19th, taking up further from 33.1% year-over-year in March. And the BOJ governor, Kazuera, noted the risks regarding the debt ceiling in the U.S. in remarks to the lower house, commenting that he intends to stick with monetary easing. While buy-in has rose and the Nikkei has surged, breaking above the 30,000 mark, the 10-year GGB has moved only slightly, currently standing at around 0.39% on the Japan, Japanese investors' demand for the long-duration assets 10-year yen basis has tightened to 85 basis points, possibly because of the falling in JGB arbitrage trading. Okay, um, you know, just just a, a couple things you mentioned. You know, the the move in the the Nikkei is just is just absolutely incredible. So you have it trading at yeah. levels. You know, I guess we haven't seen since is it 1989? Is that correct, Sakito-san? Right, that's correct. Yeah, and then core, and then also core inflation, you know, inflation in Japan in general, but core inflation, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think is at the uh, at the highest level since you know the early '90s as, as well. So a lot of some a lot of really interesting things happening in Japan. But as you as you mentioned, you know, that's not universal. Gen- Ten-year JGB yield sort of stuck in the mud as as is uh, you know as is basis. Um, you know, but I think uh, any any podcast on Japanese financial markets would be remiss without spending a little time on the BOJ. Uh, what are you uh, What are you expecting from uh, Governor Ueda in the near term? The market speculation about the policy change by the BOJ has been somewhat muted as of late. Uh, as of late, in our view, the BOJ's policy stance will depend on both inflation and the stability of the financial system. 
we'll be watching、uh, to see if there is a pickup in the inflation rate and the sustainability of the price pass-throughs, of as well as to see if fears about the risks surrounding the debt ceiling in the U.S. prove unfounded. Founded. Dollar market tightness at the end of the first half is overcome, and the stability of the global financial system is once again reaffirmed. If these play out, then whereas BOJ will be in a good position to take the next step on policy and eliminate, remove yield curve control limits as soon as. July. This, of course, also depends on Kishida administration's policy decision. Okay, so、uh, so again, not not imminently, but still on the watch to see if the BOJ eliminates yield curve control、uh, potentially、mm-hmm. as soon as the third quarter.、Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so switching topics,、uh, you know, as as you know,、um, perhaps better than anyone, the JSDA,、uh, Japan Securities Dealers Association, recently released its April investor data. This isn't a series that I, in particular, track closely, but I do know it can be very helpful in sort of diag diagnosing, you know, changes and and moves in the JGB market.、Um, why don't you take our listeners through the key implications from that release? According to the JSDA, Japanese Dealer Securities Dealers Association data, the, the foreigners net bought the JGBs by 25 trillion yen in April. This was largely the、uh, function of net buying the TDBs by the 23.4 trillion yen. The Japanese major banks and lifers net unloaded JGBs across all durations, while Japanese regional banks and overseas investors were in contrast. Net buyers at the start of the fiscal year 23, Japanese investors diversified trading of JGBs by sector throughout in April. JSDA data showed that the foreigners, agricultural forestry institutions, and regional banks were net buyers of super long JGBs. Heavy foreign buying, in particular, flattened the long end of JGB yield curve. Whether preference for super long JGBs will persist among the city banks and lifer segments will be closely watched. We think Japanese city banks and lifers may turn net buyer in May to June after unloading JGBs in April. So that we maintain our view of yen rates with a downward bias in April to May, the foreigners, Japan stocks, and JGB flows were strong, but. Japanese investors also reviewed their foreign bond portfolios, and their basis maintained neutral bias. Okay, so plenty, plenty of action,、uh, plenty of action in the JGB market.、Um, you know, I guess despite sort of lackluster price action, as we previously,、uh, as we previously highlighted.、Um, uh, why don't we close things out with your outlook across spot dollar yen, yen rate, and cross currency basis markets? Dollar's、uh, rise has stood out. Investors are optimistic about the Democrats and the Republicans reaching an agreement on raising the debt ceiling in the U.S. and fears about the U.S. government shutdown has receded. Moreover, the U.S. economic indicators have came <clears throat> in stronger than consensus market forecast, 
supporting expectations for the moderate hikes to come, as well as a strong dollar, stronger dollar. On the Japan side, the April trade data showed that imports were down for the first time in 27 months, although the country was still a net importer alleviate by a small margin. Over the near term, we expect positive sentiment to hold in the in the wake of the G7 summit in the in the G7 summit in Hiroshima and a seen a bullish price for dollar yen with a trading range of 136.50 to 139.50. The yen swap rate curve has declined slightly, while the FX and stock market options indicate that concerns about raising the debt ceiling in the U.S. have lessened. The popularity, uh, popularity of the one-month TDBs among the foreigners suggests more concerns. Because of this, we expect the popularity of the TDBs to mean the smooth auctions. We expect the 10-year JGBI on May 23rd and the 40-year JGBs on May 25th auctions uh, to be uneventful. We see a downward and falling bias for yen rates. The yen basis curve is widened. Slightly somewhat. The Ministry of Finance data shows that Japanese investors net bought 1 trillion of foreign securities in the week of May 7th to 13th. Specifically, they net bought 1.1 trillion of medium to long term foreign bonds and 9 billion of overseas stocks and investment fund holdings. On the other hand, they unloaded a net 50 billion of short term foreign bonds. Japanese investors have been rebuilding their foreign bond holdings since the end of the Golden Week. Also, over the same week, foreigners net bought 490 billion yen of Japanese securities, including 1 trillion yen of medium to long term yen bonds and 808 billion yen of Japan stocks and investment fund holdings. They also dumped the net 1.3 trillion yen of short term yen bonds. Appetite For Japan stocks and JGBs has grown amongst foreigners even after Golden Week, but Japanese also showed a strong appetite for foreign bonds with yen basis. We expect a return from a tightening bias to a neutral bias for yen basis. Okay. All right. So、uh, bullish on dollar yen. You know, it's, it's obviously been,、uh, it's performed very well recently. So you're looking for that to,、yeah. to continue.、Um, downward and flattening bias for JP rate. I suppose that has something to do with the fact that you don't expect uh, uh, the, any change in monetary policy until July at earliest.、Um, and then、uh, neutral bias for basis, you know, as it appears to sort of,、uh, it appears you seem to think it will continue to be a bit stuck in the mud. Does that sound all right, about right, Sakito san? Yes, correct. Thanks. Okay, great. All right, good stuff as always. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, John. And thank you for listening to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And reach out to your MUFG sales rep for any further information. Check back soon for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.